When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, sports fans. Bancorp South knows no matter where you are in life, there's nothing quite like game day. That's why we're committed to making your experience a little bit better. Our financial experts are here to give you the assist so you're always ready to make life's next big play. Bancorp South is right where you are and proud to be part of your team. Visit BancorpSouth.com slash game day for more information. Member FDIC. So much has changed about our lives, the way we shop, play, work, and learn, especially how we experience health care. Today and always, Forest General Hospital is doing everything possible to ensure your health and safety. The experienced team of professionals provides the latest treatment options with the warmth and compassion you deserve. We do what is best for our patients. It's our mission. It is why we are here. Forest General Hospital. Warm service, safe environment, exceptional care. Visit ForestGeneral.com for more information.
Well, hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another edition of Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look behind the scenes of Golden Eagle Athletics. Got a great show for you today. Going to, as we always do, visit with Director of Athletics, Jeremy McLean, but also uh, spend some time with head basketball coach Jay Ladner and also men's golf coach Eddie Brescher. So a, a show full of a lot of good information for you today as we talk Golden Eagle Athletics. Jeremy McLean, first up, as always, on the show, and Jeremy, uh, uh, we hear all kinds of terms around uh, college athletics, but most recently we hear the term NIL. So for people who may not know what that is and what that's all about, clue them in a little bit. Yeah, uh, name, image, and likeness. And, and uh, again, I think that's everybody's probably heard that over the past uh, month or two as it's become uh, the hot topic in college athletics. But uh, So in the past, um, there have been NCAA legislation against student-athletes utilizing their name, image, and likeness to profit, to earn money, whatever the case may be, and, and really as a protection, if you will, um, of, of kind of what can happen around, around those types of things. And so there's been a movement uh, over the past couple of years uh, to really begin to find a way for student-athletes to, um, to utilize name, image, and likeness to, to, to be able to earn, earn, the, earn those dollars. And so we have really – it's been a, a lengthy process. And, and right now, even, even though we're in a situation where they now can uh, utilize their name, image, and likeness – uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. We, we're we're kind of all over the board across the country. Some states have let, have laws now, including the state of Mississippi, that passed on July 1st. Some don't, and the NCA has kind of put in a temporary uh, solution for student athletes to utilize their name, image, and likeness. And so, you know, for example, it may be an, an advertisement that they do for a company. It may be a social media post on 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 their platform, social media platform. Uh, that they can benefit from and, and earn some money. And so uh, it, it is, a, I think, a really good step uh, for our student-athletes and to give them flexibility and freedom to do that. I think there's a lot of work still to be done on how we how we uh, be as, as efficient as possible and how we protect our student-athletes from from anything that, that, you know, anyone who might try to take advantage of the situation. Uh, I think there's a lot of work to be done, but, but it's, uh, it's front and center right now and something we're going to be dealing with for quite some time. In regards to that, how is Southern Miss and Southern Miss Athletics sort of set up to kind of monitor that, help, or uh, you know, make sure something's done that doesn't need to be done? Yeah, we have policy in place, and we've we've started, uh, you know, beginning on July first, started communicating with our student athletes on the necessary steps they need to take if they want to go down that path, and we'll we'll engage in more uh, education through the month of Ju- uh, July and August with our teams at various times as we continue to educate them, educate our staff, educate our fans uh, and boosters and those are all things we're going to be doing we actually partnered with the influencer uh, this is a group that we've been partnered with for a while from a brand standpoint for our student athletes but they're now um, going to give us an opportunity they're going to help us on the education side and and the compliance side and, and how we how we monitor what's happening and so this will be uh, although we have started we've got a policy in place we've educate uh, we've, we've started the education process this will be an ongoing uh, deal for us as we as 
as we continue to try to educate everyone involved. And so you'll see information coming out from us before too long for for our boosters and fans and, and hey, here's what can and can't be done. But it's going to be a continuous education process. I was going to say, a lot of unknowns as this gets started for athletes, for boosters, for athletic department people. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, for us, it's it's we're, we're, we're seeing something new every day. Our compliance office is, is you know, taking different requests and we're seeing new things that we're having to, you know, stop and work through and try to figure out the best path and can we do this or can't we do that. Um, so that's been a challenge, and, and quite honestly, the biggest challenge is, is on our compliance staff because, you know, we haven't hired uh, a new staff member to handle this. This is new work, a new workload that's got to be handled by our staff. And so we're trying to trying to assist them as well in that process. And so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very fluid situation and one that's going to be ever-changing, and uh, we're dealing with, um, you know, something new basically on a daily basis. I was going to say, and two, I would think you, you've got to uh, obviously educate the student-athletes, but as you mentioned earlier, the boosters, what the boosters can or cannot do. It's not a, not a free-for-all. There are some rules. There are some things, some limits and things like that. Yeah, there, there are some rules. It, it is a very kind of open um, rule, if you will, open situation, a lot, a lot of flexibility and allowing a lot. But there are some guidelines and some rules that have to be followed. And for us, you know, the state of Mississippi has a law on the books that says here's what we have to do and here's what we can and can't do. And so it may be just a little bit different than what other states do. And uh, so that that's the main thing for us. But, yeah, educating everyone on, hey, you know, I, I know this sounds great and it can be great, but let's make sure we don't do anything to put anyone's eligibility at risk or, or any, you know, put us in a situation where we have to try to try to work ourselves out of it. And so that, again, it'll just be a continuous education process. And hopefully over time, people will begin to understand what we can and can't do. I guess the crazy part about it, too, even though you'll get some guidance, as you said, from the conference or the NCAA, not every state has really got involved in this yet. So there are questions all over the place. Yeah. I mean, even from a conference perspective, you know, Conference USA is we've got a, a wide footprint uh, geographically. And so we've got different states that are, you know, we're dealing with different things even as a conference. And so although there are the, the similarities that the base of what we're doing is the same, there are some nuances that are different depending on what how your state is handling it. And so, uh, that, again, just one of those situations where we're going to have to continue to, to educate. And what you read on social media and what you hear uh, sometimes isn't always 100% accurate. So so really on us to try to try to continue that process and put the information in front of people so they can, they can be uh, up to speed as much as we possibly can. Visiting with our athletic director, Jeremy McLean, on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Let's talk a little uh, basketball. Jay Lander is going to visit with us here in uh, just a bit. Talk about the progress you've seen basketball maybe make over the last year or so and what excites you about the upcoming men's basketball season. Yeah, I think we've definitely seen progress, and Coach Ladder and his staff have done an excellent job of continuing to move the needle. I know, you know, me included, and I know he would say this too that you know you'd love to take this big jump and and win x number of games and um, be competing for conference championships out of the gate, but it's going to be a process for us. And you know, Jay inherited a situation where we really had to build the roster, and I think he's done an excellent job of that. And if you watched us play last year, we were much more competitive than we were the year before. And this year, he's really done a great job, I think, of addressing some depth concerns and really putting us in a position where we've got we've got kind of 
one one through fifteen, if you will, guys who can really contribute and and uh, I think that's a big step for 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 him and the program, and I think that's going to pay dividends. I think we'll see that this year, so that's encouraging to me. I think we're going to continue to try to find ways to help him and support him, including uh, moving forward on renovations for Reed Green Coliseum, although it will be a phased process we're going to continue to try to chip away at that and put them in a better position as a program uh, to be effective in their facility one thing i've heard jay talk quite a bit and i tried to get him to talk about it today as well scheduling uh, more of a maybe regional type of philosophy some teams that southern miss has played in the past that are within driving range for our fans or the fans of the other team yeah i think we want to try to do that not just for basketball right that that's really been our approach across the board is it makes the most sense for us to create those regional rivalries to 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 be able to play teams that are kind of within our footprint now on occasion there, there are reasons that you know you need to move outside of that footprint. There's an opportunity, unique opportunity, or you just kind of get painted in a corner where you have to do that. But, but really, I think for all of our teams and basketball included, uh, there's a lot of there are a lot of reasons to schedule regionally and 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 put ourselves in a position. There's some there's some renewed rivalries to be had, as you said, and 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 just really from a travel standpoint, I think it makes a lot of sense for us as well. And so that's definitely our philosophy, and and, and basketball is kind of latched onto that. And, and trying to make the best of that. Jeremy McLean, our Director of Athletics, visiting with us again today here on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Can't talk about all sports, but later on, going to visit with Eddie Brescher, the uh, men's golf coach here at Southern Miss. Both men and women's golf have really made some uh, tremendous leaps and bounds over the last few years. Yeah, they really have. And, and as you mentioned, uh, Eddie and, and, and Lucy both have done a great job, I think, of continuing to move the programs forward. Uh, you know, just from the standpoint of, of, of competitiveness, you know, uh, throughout our region, within our conference, and, and putting us in a position to continue to succeed. And so we're, in, and again, uh, kind of like we talked about with basketball, we're, we're trying to give them the best opportunity to be successful. We're working on facility plans for golf and trying to do some things there w- that will continue to move the needle. You know, we've enjoyed a great relationship uh, there with the Hattiesburg Country Club, and, and they support our teams and do a great job of trying to uh, help them uh, from a resource standpoint. Point and uh, we built a practice facility several years ago. That was a big step. So, so we're we're continuing to try to invest in those programs and moving forward. But but Eddie's done a great job of of really you know he's he's well respected in the golf community. Uh, he does a great job on the recruiting trail and really has 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 um, done what needs to be done to continue to continue to be successful and you know look forward to him doing that here for a long time we are at the uh, time or fast approaching the time of the year where we'll have some get-togethers with the golden eagle fans and talk football and visit with them around the state around the region that that's an exciting time something that uh, couldn't happen a year ago that's right and we we definitely look forward to that we've we had a couple in june that we were able to do and and then really uh, here in the last few weeks of July, we're going to be able to get Coach Hall out in front of a lot more people, and, and we appreciate and the Alumni Association partnering with us on that to, to get uh, Coach Hall to some places, see some people before the season starts. So that that information's out there as far as dates are concerned. We really look forward to that. We've got we're kind of traveling all over the, the this area, this region, and, and getting a chance to see people in different places. And then on August 14th, we're actually going to have a, a fanfare here in Hattiesburg to kind of kick off the season. So we look forward to getting more information out on that but it's it's going to be fun coach coach hall enjoys that he likes being out visiting with folks and get him a chance to get in front of everybody so that should be fun and should continue to build on the excitement as we get ready for football season and what i understand talking to you from time to time season t- 
tickets going uh, very, very well right now. Yeah, really have uh, we've done a great job. Our staff, uh, again, great momentum, uh, which which is a great starting point. But our staff have done an excellent job of, uh, you know, continuing to work the phones, continuing to, to kind of pound the pavement, if you will, and get out in front of people. And, and we're really in a position season ticket-wise to, to, to have the best year we've had in quite some time. And that's really encouraging for us on a lot of fronts. But we want to continue to build on that and make a very, very strong push over the last, you know, couple of months to get us to the finish line. But we're in a good position right now. We talked earlier about some NCAA things that are going on with the NIL stuff. But what are some other – are there some other issues that are circling around uh, regarding the NCAA and college athletics? Oh, there are always issues, John. There are always things for us to try to tackle. We, we do have some things that are hanging out there. You know, we, we – from the standpoint of, of you know, they're just – uh, we had a Supreme Court ruling uh, not too long ago. It kind of got overshadowed by the NIL piece, but uh, the Austin case, which really basically says that you know there there you can now there's no longer a limit placed on any educational um, uh, expenses from a student athlete perspective. So we we, we it kind of opens the door for schools to spend more on student athletes as long as it's tethered to education. And so that's a big step and, and something that will play out. I think over the next few years has been overshadowed a little bit, but could potentially you know could potentially change the landscape of, of what we do and how we present that when it comes to providing those resources for for student athletes. And so it's an ever evolving situation, and, and you know, and I think uh, we've got to keep a close eye on that. And and I. I'm excited that we're loosening some restrictions when it comes to student athletes and what they're allowed to make and earn and, and be provided. The flip side of that is is their costs associated with that. And so when you're when you're a program that is uh, you know watching every every dollar you spend from a resource standpoint and trying to be very efficient, uh, those are things we have to be careful with. And, you know, just be very very mindful of how we do that and how we how we tackle those situations as they come. So for us as you know, from a Southern Miss perspective, that's what we have to pay close attention to. Jeremy, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, always give us a lot of good information. I know our fans appreciate it. Uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we look forward to visiting with you again next week. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right. Director of Athletics Jeremy McLean uh, taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics. When we come back, we will sit down and talk Golden Eagle basketball with Coach Jay Ladner. That's coming up right after this. This is Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Today tastes like a sunny day, like firing up the senses and cooling them down with a nice cold coat. Today tastes like a well-oiled grill, like it smells so good you can't help yourself, like hands dipping in a nice bucket. Today tastes like a Sunday ritual, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. The Keg and Barrel in Hattiesburg is a proud sponsor of Southern Miss Athletics and wishes the Golden Eagles the best of luck during the season. The Keg and Barrel is located at 1315 Hardy Street in a 100-year-old home and has a full food menu. The Keg and Barrel is open for business seven days a week and are proud sponsors of Southern Miss Athletics and Golden Eagle Baseball. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. 
Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. And welcome back, everybody, to Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look inside the Southern Miss Athletic Program. Time now to spend some time with head basketball coach Jade Ladner. He's going to give us kind of the behind-the-scenes scoop of what's going on with the Golden Eagle basketball. And, Jay, great to be with you again. Great to have you on with us. Haven't seen you much since the, the basketball season came to an end. So give us a, sort of the shortened version of what's been going on the last few months. Well, first of all, John, you got busy with with baseball what a great run that we had in baseball and coach Barry's team national brand and they there I think they have really set the standard of a model for really what we want to be and um so my kudos to them as you know I'm a huge baseball fan of ours and love the right field roost and the environment that we have out there but uh we we've had a a, a great spring um you know John it's kind of a tale of two cities in the sense that you look back at our team last year and course we don't go on and make excuses that's just not our way it's not the southern miss way not excuse making boot group but you know last year we didn't have a summer uh we had a choppy fall and uh, of course we had nine new faces last year so we didn't have this off season and and now that we've had an off season or in the process in the middle of an off season now it it really makes you appreciate how much further along that we are that we never got the opportunity to have last year and so uh, I'm excited about it. I've, so of course, we were able to address some specific needs uh, during the recruiting process, but we've had a great spring. I, of course, that's a time for us to really put a huge emphasis on strength conditioning, uh, agility. Um, uh, we've got a new strength and conditioning coach. Of course, hated that we lost uh, Alex Richard last year, did a great job for us, and moved on to a, a great opportunity. And uh, Coach Butoski is doing an outstanding job with our group. and. They're bigger and stronger, but just just in general, if you looked at our team physically, uh, if they walked in the door, you hadn't watched them dribble a ball or shoot one, you would see they they look more like a higher level Division One team. Um, just the way they look. Uh, that's not just in terms of strength, but our size. We're longer. Uh, we're of course more athletic. Now, how that's going to translate into a really, really tough league that I think nationally people are beginning to realize how good Conference USA basketball is. I think we've done a very poor job, and I'm, this is no slight at anyone, but but we've done a poor job of marketing how good our basketball league is. But you saw how good it was in the postseason last year, of course, with North Texas making a nice run in the NCAA tournament, Louisiana Tech making a nice run in the NIT well of course those are two of our uh, you know they've got our the, the basketballs in east and west division those are two of our division members and with all their guys back so it makes sense tough so kind of back on what I said how that's going to translate how are us being improved is going to translate into our league is going to be you know remains to be seen because gosh we've gotten the schedule was just released this past week and we weren't done any favors in, in the way that we start our league schedule but we've got to keep those things perspective and control what we control and that's how hard we can work and uh, again I we've had a, a last night uh, we came back from the holidays had our 11th workout um, and and I mean we're 11 for 11 in terms of our spirit attitude effort toward practice so John it's been been a lot of fun so far and and we've gotten better I just hope we can I hope and pray we continue to to be humble and and, and come every day with a, a blue collar mentality and they've done that so far 
You mentioned the schedule. I may want to be one of the few. I kind of liked the Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. back-to-back ball games. Yeah. I know the coach, there's not a coach in the league that probably liked that, but that's gone. That yeah. won't be uh, the way we're back to kind of normal again. It is. Uh, it, it's gone back to, of course, the, the, the Thursday, Saturday. For the most part, there's a couple of uh, weekends where it's a little bit different, but those are special uh, for, for special reasons like the conference tournament and so forth. Um, so we'll, we'll have a little bit of a – uh, uh, only minor minor times or small times where there's not playing the uh, regular Thursday Saturday rotation, um, but we're excited about that. Um, uh, of course, it gets things again as you you mentioned the term getting back to normal. It's a little bit more normal um, than we would like. Friday Saturday generally, uh, John, I, in in my opinion, took a lot of the coaching out of it. It, it really did. On on uh, you prepare during the week more like a football team did, and it was what it was there weren't going to be a lot of adjustments made uh from a friday night to a saturday afternoon you just you just had you know appealed our pride and we lost so many so many close games you know that i thought maybe if we could have just tweaked something here and there but it does it took the it took the coaching out of it um and, and i'm glad that of course like the other coaches that we're going back to at least having a day or two break in a few cases uh, this this year. Jay Ladner, head basketball coach for the Golden Eagles, visiting with us uh, today here on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. All right, speaking of the schedule, uh, give us kind of a peek into maybe what some of the non-conference, uh, if you're able to, yep. share with us some of well, some of the non-conference games might be this uh, year. Very, you know, very attractive as always. I mean, I, I don't think you could go back, certainly during my tenure here, really any other tenures that Southern Miss doesn't play an attractive non-conference schedule, and this year is no exception. Um, of course, in our, our we'll, we'll we'll open the season with William Carey, our cross town rival. That game has varied over the years on where it's played, but the way that it fit this year is we'll actually open our season. So that that will be exciting for people to see. That there's always some local interest in that particular game, and of course that they've beaten us, uh, you know, a number of times. So, of course, we'll get their best shot and we'll have to be ready for them. Of course, Coach Knight, one of the best that's ever done it in Mississippi and his former Southern Miss baseball and basketball player himself with a great tie, family tie to Southern Miss. But uh, So we'll have to be ready for that. And then, of course, some of the highlights of our, our non-conference schedule. We go to TCU out of the Big 12, um, our, our third game. And uh, I, I, we go to East Carolina uh, the right before Christmas. But, John, what I like and one of the things that we've tried to do, and, it, and it's beginning to um, beginning to see it now. You weren't able to see it last year because of COVID. But you're going to begin to you, – you're starting to see a lot of our – I call it our old our, – our, 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 our teams that our fan base uh, can relate to. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette will come here. Of course, we began a, a series, continuing our series with South Alabama, which we'll actually return there. Uh, Louisiana Monroe will actually have to go to Monroe. They came here last year. We started a series at Lamar. So these are these are schools that, that we've played traditionally in the past, um, and it helps us. I think it resonates with our fan base. Uh, certainly helps with travel costs, but there's just a lot more interest, you know. And, of course, when we go to – let's use Louisiana Lafayette game, for instance. Our fans – I think uh, over the years and have demonstrated that they like going to Lafayette, Louisiana. I think their fan base likes coming to Hattiesburg. So you're beginning, you'll begin to see some of those type rivals. We are unfortunately taking a year off from our Tulane series 
uh, not not because of either team. They had a deal set up years back where they were supposed to go to China for a tournament. Um, that that has since fallen through, and it created a little bit of change in their schedule. But we've agreed, of course, to pick up next year. So when Tulane comes back on, you're going to see a, a very strong uh, 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 regional flavor in our non-conference schedule. Of course, we'll always play some higher-end uh, opponents out of the Power 5 schools. Um, one of the other highlights is over over Thanksgiving. John, you may like this. We're going to uh, play at Montana in a in a Thanksgiving tournament, which uh, Montana during Thanksgiving probably be pretty cold out there already by the end as compared to South Mississippi. But I'm looking forward to that. Have some have some great teams that lined up to to be in there. So a very exciting, attractive non conference schedule. Uh, looking ahead to next year, I, I you know I know this is because I get asked about this and and all the uh, interviews and so forth I do about Ole Miss, you know, because we were scheduled to play Ole Miss and Biloxi, uh, and that game is on, will be on for the following year. Of course, this year they had a the, the uh, Coast Coliseum had a big conflict, and uh, they could not work out the date that we needed to play the game. But it is set for next year, and we're excited about about getting Ole Miss back on the schedule. When Jay Ladner and his coaches went out on the road recruiting this year, who are some guys you've added to the Golden Eagle roster yeah, this it, year? I think I think people are going to be um, uh, uh, very excited. Uh, of course, beginning to have people triple in, trickle in and watch us practice. Some of our hardcore fans are beginning to return something they couldn't do last year and we're always welcome that our practices are always open to the public uh but uh, i think the first person that comes to mind and be the first person most people are going to notice because of his length is isaiah moore he's a, a 611 transfer from st john uh by, but prior to going to st john played at pearl river community college there in poplarville led them to an undefeated season and number one uh ranking in the country prior to covid uh, shutting down the National Junior College Tournament. Very talented, skilled player. He was the second leading scorer for St. John last year. And a lot of people would say, well, Coach, why would he have had such a prominent role at St. John? Why would he transfer to Southern Miss? One, I think he loved it down here during his time uh, uh, in Poplarville. Of course, he was teammates with Tay Hardy, our one of our returning uh, starters. So, anyway, we're excited to get him uh, uh, high energy, uh, very skilled player. Gives us some, some much-needed length. Uh, but he can do so many other things with the ball too. He he can handle it and pass it and score with it. Uh, again, he's he's. I think he's got a chance to be a outstanding player for us. And then of course Waylon Nappers and another uh, one of our new faces. Waylon played at Dodge City Community College. He's a point guard. Uh, averaged 21 points, but more importantly, eight assists a game. He was the second uh, assist man in National Junior College Association last year. Uh, a very skilled, smart player, and really what we were looking for in a point guard. Again, ability to score, um, but but uh, has a quarterback-type mentality, which is what we were looking for um, to be able to, to fill in. Um, a young man named Rashad Bolden. He was, the, he was one of the top players in Mississippi. He was the uh, he's from Jackson. Uh, of course, he's, his dad's Randy Bolden, one of the outstanding coaches in Mississippi, just recently named the head coach at Mississippi College, succeeded Mike Jones up there, John, a former, of course, whose name will uh, resonate with all of our Southern Miss fan base, our old, old fan base anyway. And uh, Rashad has just had an incredible offseason, well beyond his years, will play a prominent role even as a true freshman. He's also a point guard. Uh, one of a, a, a person that a lot of people won't know until you 
see him is is, is a, a young man from Picayune named, named Mo Arnold. Uh, Mo Mo uh, started the last two years at Jacksonville. In fact, we we played them last year. Did an incredible job. He wanted to get closer to home. So whether his eligibility works out this year or not, we're still having to wait and see on the NCAA ruling on that. But we'll be a heck of a player i'm you mark my word on that for for future southern miss teams big strong guard so you know really excited about the group that we are able to bring in of course you know with the crazy ncaa rules john you know maybe one of our biggest signees in the offseason was was retaining tyler stevenson you know uh, he had set, he averaged 17 and nine force and in league play last year and and of course it with our i don't think it's any news to anyone that we listen to this broadcast the it's the craziness of the world we live in in college basketball. And, of course, people came knocking on his door. And, uh, I, I, you know, to his credit, he listened and felt like that there wasn't a better place for him than to be able to come back home. And I totally agree with that because he's got a chance uh, if he continues on the same path. And, of course, he's had a great offseason as well because he's such a hardworking and humble young man, talented young man. Uh, if he'll continue, he'll leave a legacy at Southern Miss before he – before he leaves and a, a very significant he's in the process and I don't I think he finally realized that may not be possible anywhere else in the country he's in the perfect place for him all right before we wrap up with with coach Jay Ladner talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing this summer in the gym to try to get ready for the season one of the big things that we're doing we're focusing on John is 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 our, our development as a team uh, I want to be less and I hope the public understands what I'm saying, less structured and controlling in the summer. We want them to learn how to really play basketball and not go from set a screen, A screens for B and cut C. Of course, we'll tighten those things back up a little bit as the season develops if we have to. But I really like our, our, our basketball IQ and the way that they're growing as basketball players. And there's only one way to do that is let them go out there and make some mistakes. And, and again, I've seen growth. I told you last night was our 11th practice. I've seen growth from each and every practice in that aspect. But we're spending a lot of time on player development uh, in terms of developing their offensive skill set. I think that was an area. Defensively, we were one of the top teams in the league. We rebounded the basketball well. We played with great effort. All those things in review, one of the areas, though, that we really struggled in to be consistent offensively. And uh, so that's that's been a big emphasis for us this summer. All right. Hey, great to catch up with you for kind of a mid-summer uh, report on the uh, Golden Eagles. Uh, we'll catch up with you again before uh, the summer's out. But keep up the good work. A lot of excitement surrounding Golden Eagle basketball. So uh, it won't be here. It'll be here before you know it. It will, John, and I tell our players that. But I mean, we're literally, uh, when we come, but we're almost done with the summer, which has flown by. Of course, when we come back for the fall, it, we're here, you know. And it once that once they start playing football, well, you know, we're not far behind. All right. Hey, thanks for the visit, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks, John. Jay Ladner, head basketball coach here at uh, Southern Miss, getting us up to date on what's going on inside the basketball program on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. When we come back, we'll sit down with. With Eddie Brescher, head men's golf coach for the Golden Eagles. Right after this, this is Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
In sports, success is measured in the number of points scored, in games won, and in championships earned. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most. In fact, 9 out of 10 people surveyed with a claim would recommend Shelter to a friend. To find out how Shelter can be there for you, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear. But I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn. And make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. And welcome back, everybody, to Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look uh, inside the Golden Eagle Athletic Department. And it's our pleasure to have as our final guest today the head men's golf coach at Southern Miss, Eddie Brescher. And, Eddie, thanks for taking the time to visit with us. I guess, first of all, give our uh, listeners a little bit of your background, uh, where you're from, where you played college golf, and uh, how you found out about Southern Miss and how you became a part of the Southern Miss golf program. Well, thanks for having me on, John. Uh, Always a pleasure pleasure to chat with you. Um, I'm born and raised not too far from Hattiesburg in Hammond, Louisiana, uh, about an hour and a half down the road. So kind of a a somewhat local boy. Um, Played college golf there at southeastern Louisiana. Um, Finished up playing career there and worked as a graduate assistant. And and that kind of lit the fire for my love for coaching. Um, Just kind of seeing the behind the scenes part of the business and seeing what goes into every aspect of the recruiting the daily maintenance and management of the program so the fundraising that you know that kind of lit a fire under me that um i knew if playing professional golf didn't work out that that was a route i'd love to go and uh i did get my my rear end kicked on the mini tours a good bit so i said you know what uh coaching it is so uh but getting to southern miss you know being a, a a kind of a local guy not too far down the road um, I had a, a high school buddy that played football here. Uh, we were the same same age with all state athletes at the same high school. It was a guy named Robert Henderson um, played football here. I think he was a third team uh, All CUSA uh, athlete here. Got drafted, so a good buddy of mine that I went to school with, and and I always knew Southern Miss is the the program that you don't want to mess with, you know. So having that that upper echelon of the athletic program here uh, that definitely lit a spark under me whenever the assistant job came available and uh, if it weren't for jerry weeks i wouldn't be here he gave me an opportunity you followed in the footsteps of some guys that really did a good job of kind of moving this program forward so now that's kind of fallen on you so how do you do that how do you i mean we know when we watch a, a football or basketball maybe a little bit easier you in golf a little bit different approach yeah golf is is it's a weird aspect where you know in junior golf you're by yourself um in professional golf you're by yourself you know but in collegiate golf it's really the the one time of your life that you're you take an individual sport and you move it into a team concept you know kind of like the Ryder cup if you can think of the professional golfers on the all over the world you know they're playing individual tournaments every single week and then bam this one time a year here's the Ryder cup or the president's cup and now you have to be on a team 
So there's a weird aspect to it there, but you know, in college golf, if, if you've got that nice core group of, of players that you can heavily rely on to always put up some good scores, then you know, mixing in a couple guys here and there that may be like a Phil Mickelson where you know, they may get super hot. They may be a little bit down at times where they'll shoot a 78, but, man, when they get hot, bam, here comes the 65, 66. You know, that's what college golf is really all about, just having that, that, that kind of a streaky guy but then your solid core guys you can always lean on. Before we uh, get to your team here at uh, Southern Miss and what you're trying to do with this program, you have continued to play golf on the on the amateur level. I mean, you have uh, the state opens, the state amateurs, and things like that. So you, you've continued to stay very, very involved in the game of golf as a player. Correct, and that's... That's more of a hobby now at this part of life. Uh, I've got kids, so I don't get to practice golf a whole lot. Um, you know, more focused on the team, focused focused on the job of getting the program where we need it to be. Um, so I've had a little bit of success here and there. Um, you know, played good in the state open. Uh, I've been fortunate to win that three times. I've won a mid-am and won a four-ball in, in Mississippi. Um, had come close at the amateur a couple of times as well, but – it's more so a hobby, um, you know, and it, it helps to keep a little bit of competitive feel in the summertime whenever you have some free time to play golf. So that way when you are coaching during the year, you can relate to what that player's feeling, what that player's thinking. Because tournament golf and practicing golf and, and playing, you know, some some events with the donors, you know, here and there is completely different than when you have to tee it up in a college tournament. <laughs> and you've got everybody's depending on you to f- put a score up and help the team get where we need to on the leaderboard. So if you're removed from that feeling of competition for years at a time, it's easy to think, oh, gosh, why didn't he make that five-foot birdie putt? Well, if it was a three-foot or, or a five-foot slider with a foot of break, I mean, it's not as easy as it looks. you know. So that helps, and that's really the only reason why I do it. I mean, I love it. Still love to compete, you know, and, and I like to throw some jabs at the boys whenever they, they want to tee it up against Coach. Eddie Brescher visiting with us. He's the head men's golf coach here at uh, Southern Miss. All right, let's talk about your team a little bit. Uh, recruit all over the country. You go uh, overseas and find a, a few guys here and there. But uh, talk about this golf team that you've got that I guess has already competed a little bit uh, in the spring and getting ready for the new season coming up. So we're in a great spot with recruiting. Um, with the whole COVID situation, we've had a lot of players offered that fifth year to come back. Um, I personally feel that having a seasoned veteran for one more year carries a lot more weight than somebody who's a couple months removed from junior golf. Um, now, that's not to say that that junior golfer can't come in and help us right away, but that's going to be a little bit of an uphill climb for that junior golfer. Um, so, you know, we've got Bryce Wilkinson, Hunter Atkins, and Brian Richards coming back for their fifth year. Um, you know, those guys are in a great spot that they've finished their undergrad degree, and now they're going to start their master's degree. So a fantastic win-win opportunity for us and them to set them up for a great life after college. Those three guys will lean on heavily. Um, they've been playing good this summer, and they've got a ton of experience for us. Um, you've got a, a couple other guys that are going to help us out. We've got a good core young group in our program. Um, that Joey Kirkland's coming back. He'll he'll be in his fourth season with us. Uh, Robbie and Pat have played a ton of golf for us. Um, 
you know, and then we've got all these these young guys that are going to really be the future of the program. Now, if they step up and get in the lineup this season, well, that's up to them, you know, because in golf, it's it's different than, say, a football. It's, you know, well, this guy's a little bit faster. You know, this guy's got a little bit better wingspan or, you know, he may fit this this defensive scheme better. But in golf, what's your scoring average? It's it's pretty clear cut. You know, if this guy's averaging 72, this guy's averaging 74, well, 72, hop in the van, son. You're, you're going with us. Talk a bit about uh, some of the things that have changed in this program. I guess the biggest change recently has been the addition of the practice area out of the Hattiesburg Country Club. There was a time where really to have anywhere to do that, to, to work on your game, now one of the best in the country out of the Hattiesburg Country Club. Absolutely. Um, and golf is unique because we're really the only sport that goes to a facility and says, hey, can we call this our home? You know, so it's different from a, a lot of the other sports in college athletics where, you know, you have to go to Hattiesburg Country Club and all the surrounding courses, build those relationships, maintain those relationships, and call that place home. Now, adding the Judson facility out there has been incredible. I mean, we can get so many great things done on that facility. There's not a shot inside of 150 yards we can't mimic at that facility. Um, you know, so that's been a big change. The other big change for us has been our strength of schedule. Um, we've really started changing up where we play, um, who we play. You know, instead of staying in this southeast region bubble in, in sport of golf, it's very important the, to the computer in the ranking system, who did you beat and how bad did you beat them? So we want to go out to, uh, like we're going in, in, uh, in the fall, we're going to play Washington's event over in Seattle. Well, we've never done that before. Then we're going the next week to the other side of the country and playing a Wake Forest tournament. So having that change in that mix is really good for us because if we go over to Washington and we top five it in this super strong field, well, that carries a lot of weight for the rest of the season for us. So, you know, having the facility upgrade, having the schedule upgrade uh, has allowed us to really recruit some of the top players worldwide. Eddie Brescher visiting with us here on Inside Southern Miss Athletic. He's the head men's golf coach here at uh, at Southern Miss. Eddie, talk a little bit about uh, the schedule this year. You mentioned a couple of those events. How many events will you play in the fall? How many in the spring? And uh, what's involved and how difficult is it to get in some of those events? It's uh, it's a lot of wheeling and dealing and, and calling and, and just working with the coaches across the country and just – trying to see what fits their schedule and yours best. Um, but we've got five tournaments in the fall, six in the spring. I like that because it helps the kids academically, kind of spreads it out a little bit versus making the spring so heavy on them and putting a lot of pressure on them school and golf-wise. But we'll start out with Louisiana Tech in September. Uh, we've got a three-week swing. We go Louisiana Tech – University of Washington and Wake Forest, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So um, put the guys through the ringer right out the gate. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a break, about two and a half weeks. Then we go to NC State, um, and then we go to Chattanooga, which is a little bit more of a mid-major-only field. And then we'll be done um, right around November 1. Then we'll really hit the weights hard and work on our conditioning. Um, then we pick it back up in the spring. we got South Alabama. Then we go to Auburn. Um, then we'll go to Grand Canyon over in Phoenix, Arizona, followed by ECU, 
Then we'll go to Mississippi State and play Mossy Oak, and then our, our conference championship. So a really good schedule. Hey, and real quick, uh, some of the guys that have played for you, some of the guys that have played before have made careers in the game of golf. Some have played, gone as far as the PGA Tour, some playing on some of the mini tours, some have begin, become uh, club pros, but uh, a lot of your guys have stayed involved in the game of golf. Absolutely. Southern Miss golf has an unbelievable reach in the golf community on a, a global and national scale. Right now, you've got the best teacher uh, in the country who's been named the PGA Coach of the Year in Mark Blackburn. He's doing fantastic, got a lot of great players on tour. Then you got VJ Trollio and Tim Yelverton up at the Waverly Mossy Oak area that have been crushing it. Um, starting to get a presence out on tour now with some players. Um, gosh, you've, out on the, the tour playing right now, I mean, Glenn Natchik really kind of opened the door for that with everybody. He's a really, really successful player. I think he had four wins on the uh, Ben Hogan, or now it's known as the Corn Ferry Tour. But you got Casey Fernandez still out playing. Ryan Argot Singer still out playing. Um, Paul Apian was playing a little bit, had a really good run. He is now an instructor up in the Chattanooga area. Um, Matt Lorenz, who just finished for us this year, he's still out giving it a go, and, and Hayes Weathersby. So we got some guys trying to trying to knock on the door and, and bust it open this year. Well, you've done a great job, no question about it. The, the program gets better and better, stronger and stronger. We appreciate uh, all your hard work and all you're doing as a head coach of our men's golf program. So uh, keep up the, the good work, and we'll keep tabs, John, and have a, a great season here in the next couple of months when that gets started. Thanks, John. Southern okay. Miss to the top. Hi, that's Eddie Brescher. He's the head golf coach here at Southern Miss. We appreciate Eddie uh, sitting in, giving us some time today here on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Also, thanks to head basketball coach Jay Ladner and athletic director Jeremy McLean. That'll do it for this week on Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Till we meet you next time, John Cox is always reminding you of the three essential to happiness. Something to do, something to love, something to hope for. Hope to have you with us next time as we go Inside Southern Miss Athletics. Jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.